Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you, the Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks. Both teams tied with 65 points. Game night tonight. It's a big one. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. In a couple minutes' time, we'll be hooking up with Brian Burke for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. You can reach us on our orders now, River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. You can text us at 630-630. Heartland Ford text line, not your small town dealership with a new huge state-of-the-art facility out in Fort Saskatchewan. The hometown of a guy that played for Brian Burke twice, Joffrey Lupel. Experienced the difference of Heartland Ford in Fort Saskatchewan. Guests on this show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and in Sherwood Park. Brendan, just let me know when the package has arrived, okay? That would be great. You can text us at any time at 630-630. Tweet us, at orders now. And uh, we'll get to some of your texts here uh, momentarily. Again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Tell you that uh, it is going to be Miko Koskinen for the Edmonton Oilers. We don't know yet for Vancouver, but it could be Thatcher Demko, the Boston College graduate who's had four NHL appearances and has an 871 save percentage. Jacob Markstrom, by the way, 7 4 2 in his career, the 2.71 goals against average, uh, and a 914 save percentage, and that's dramatically improved over the course of the last season and a half or so where he's uh, started to put it together. This text to us from uh, Greg in Red Deer. Bob, the Arizona Coyotes are ahead of the Oilers in the standings and they might make the playoffs. The Oilers have two of the top ten scores in the NHL. The difference is the Coyotes have a 27-year-old Oliver ekman Larson playing 24 minutes a night, a true number one defenseman. That's all the Oilers need for the love of God. Trade Nugent Hopkins, Nurse, Bouchard, Kara, draft picks, first pick, prospects, whatever it takes. Oilers uh, 
need some new thinking about player personnel from Greg in Red Deer. Well, I, I think you got to tip your hat to the work that Rick Tockett has done with the Arizona Coyotes. It's been unbelievable given the depth of injuries. They just lost Derek Stepan. Uh, they picked up Nick Schmaltz in a trade that saw Dylan Strom go the other way uh, to the uh, Arizona uh, from Arizona to Chicago. And uh, Schmaltz got hurt. Uh, they don't have Antti Ranta, their number one goaltender. They haven't had Jason Demers, pretty good defenseman. There's been other injuries as well. It's amazing. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Out of Red Deer, every time I hear Trudeau speak, I want to go Ralph. That's the Cheech and Chong of throwing up. Know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, Bob, sorry. That text wasn't meant for your show. Wow. Uh, okay, sure. Ryan Insurance Park says, Bob, the problem's simple. We don't have enough alpha males on the team. Too many betas. <laughs> really? Okay. JB, Bob, what type of contract do you think Cam Talbot can sign in the offseason? I, I don't know. I have no idea. No idea at all in terms of what Cam's going to get right now. I don't think it's going to be three times 4.15, I can tell you that. Or 4.5. So, John says, Bob, I also have a virus affecting my liver. It's called Bacardi from John. <laughs> Again, you can text us at 630, 630. Uh, Bob, Oilers next coach uh, has got to keep Zach Cassian up with Connor McDavid. And uh, then Matthew Kachuk has to leave Connor alone or fight Cass. That text comes to us out of Saskatoon. I don't think it matters whether or not Zach Cassian's on McDavid's line or not. I think the only way to get to uh, Zach Cassian or to get to Matthew Kachuk is maybe to send a message to Johnny Goodrow because I don't think Matthew Kachuk is going to uh, alter his game. Matthew Kachuk's a heck of a player. Bob, we need more old-school stories like Louis Rakant's as the game is missing that today, and true hockey fans need those old-school stories every now and then. Uh, ask Brian Burke, who were some of the toughest customers he's recalled over the years. Thanks for keeping it real. Well, you're welcome. Another text comes in from the Big Pavelski. Oh, no, wait. It's Fear of the Fin. We've got a San Jose. That's this remarkable. We've got this great San Jose Sharks fan that texts us all the time on this show, usually to uh, make fun of the position that the Oilers are in and talk up the San Jose Sharks. Uh, the big Pavelski of the San Jose Sharks played at Wisconsin. He has scored a goal in 30 games this year, more than Kane. He plays less minutes than Leon because the, the Sharks have three lines that can score. Fear of the Fin. Well, it's hard not to like uh, Joe Pavelski. He's a hell of a player, Fear of the Fin. And uh, thanks to listening to our show. And, you know, one of these years, I'm sure you'll get a, a two-hour show called uh, Sharks Now. I, I'm sure that'll help to our daily show that has rock-solid 25 to 54-year-old uh, male demo numbers. They're quite competitive. This text comes in. Happy Thursday and game day, Bob. Pat for Beak. That's who the owners need to target. They need to replicate the Tampa style, not Chicago or Pittsburgh. That's my number one GM candidate. Verbeek has more experience than McCrimmon. Uh, read his Tampa website profile with his work history. There we go. 
Uh, text goes on to say, ex-NHL player scouting for Tampa, Detroit, Stanley Cup champion with Hitchcock in Dallas. How has he not been mentioned? Any of your guests have any info on him? Maybe uh, Holland or uh, Mike Gillis as president of hockey operations if he's available, and Verbeek as GM, and get Al Murray to join the team as an AGM with Keith Gretzky. Okay. Hey. Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton saying, Bob, everybody wants Zach Cassian to stay up with number 97. I like him, but he's the guy that can do spot duty up there, not a legit full-time number six. Uh, never been able to do it for more than 50 games. And uh, I, I would say, you know, there's a degree of truth to that. I mean, part of Zach's problem is he hasn't been a consistent player, but he's had a good stretch here over the last six weeks. I don't think there's any question about that. Here's what we're going to do. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It is 1.13 in Edmonton. We're going to take a quick timeout. Work on negotiating contact here with Brian Burke. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30. Check. I will tell you that Zach Cassian and Jujar Kier are two of the more popular members of the Edmonton Oilers hockey team. All right, here we go. We've got Brian Burke on, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack. Brian, how are you doing? Do we have Brian? We had Brian momentarily. I'm here. There we go. Now we got you. All right. Um... Uh, Look, we're getting lots of questions about the Oilers' management position. You've been a president of hockey operations. You've been a GM. What sort of questions do you think a guy like Bob Nicholson would be asking around the league in terms of, uh, you know, what would make sense theoretically for Edmonton? Well, first off, he was at the GM meeting in Florida, and I saw him work in the room very hard, talking to lots of different people. And I think it would have to start with a philosophy that Mr. Cates would have to share that um, this is how, if there's a young guy they really like, you know, that hasn't been a GM before, I believe they need to bring someone in above him with, with, ex- with extensive hockey experience. And that might be Keith Gretzky. I think everyone's dismissing Keith because of his last name. And from having, since I started doing the show, texting and talking to him almost every week, I'm very impressed with him. At any rate, I think the structure is something they need either hire a veteran GM or hire, if there's a young guy they really like, say uh, Kelly McCrimmon, then I think they need to bring in a Dave Nonis or a, a president of hockey operations above him to safeguard against any mistakes. Uh, you know, the one thing, I, a couple things about Keith, he's, he's quite humble, as you know. Uh, he also knows what he doesn't know. So I'll give you an example. Uh, I, I think the Oilers for whatever reason, kind of backed off a bit on the analytics side. I think the team needs to spend a bit more in analytics. I, I also think they need to spend more in scouting. Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, and if Daryl is listening to us right now, might not like to hear that. But, you, you know, and sports science. And I know these are all areas that you guys investigated with the Flames. And you can't know everything, can you, Brian, in these situations? No, but you can get, if you do enough work, and Bobby's clearly already doing that, if you do enough work, you should be able to get a good, um, you know, like a like a dossier on each candidate and say, okay, here's his strength, here's where he's worked, here's what he does know, here's what he doesn't know. So there's some top young guys like Mike Fuda from Los Angeles. I think he's a really brilliant young guy, had great success scouting. Um, I think he might be ready. Uh, Kelly McCrimmon, you look at the, the success they had, I mean, um, I think uh, Doug Armstrong's assistant in St. Louis is a top young guy. I don't know him personally, but is that I hear Bill, great things about is, him. Is that Bill Arms? Billy, is that, yeah. Bill Arms? No relation. Yeah, no, the big, tough, mean defenseman yeah. that won a Memorial Cup with the Oshawa Generals uh, with Eric yeah. Lindros back in the yeah. early 90s. Yeah, and uh, so there, Bill Zito, I mean, there's a bunch of guys there that have, have worked hard and moved up the ladder, and maybe they're ready. You know, I think... In a Canadian city with the rebuilding job that's going to be needed here, I think they need more help than that, but that'll be up to Bob. You can find out a lot, and then you start the interviewing process, probably not till after the draft. I don't think teams will give you permission to talk to top guys until after the draft. Wow. Uh, that's. I mean, that, that could theoretically be running late. You mentioned Keith Gretzky. Um, you know, he's – it's because he has been in the NHL for a while now, right? He worked in Arizona. Yep. He worked in Boston. Uh, he's mostly been on the amateur side. Uh, the amateur side, as we discussed last week, Brian, that's part of what I thought Pete Chiarelli, you know, he, he started to put something together in terms of the development side of the organization, which was lacking. It needs to be stated. But, I mean, they're 19, they're, they won 19 of their last 20 on the farm. I only think there are 5 or 6 out of 10 in terms of prospects. But by this time next year, might be a 7 or 8. Um and so I'm getting the sense from you that you think he could be a viable option for this position. I, that's my impression. I'm very impressed with him. And, and I think that, uh, you know, there's a, I keep hearing people say they got to clean everyone out. Well, I, I never did that once. You know, I worked for five teams. I never cleaned house once. There's quality people everywhere, and you've got to spend time with them and interview them. And at the end of my first year, a couple of places, I would let a couple of people go that didn't fit my vision, but I never cleaned house. And um, I never would either and say, Everyone's got to go because they had failure here before. Well, you know, they had failure most of the places I went before I got there. We managed to turn it around pretty well. We kept a lot of the same people. We just focused them differently. Yeah. Uh, and just uh, just because we're getting texts on this again, Brian, uh, you are not interested in returning into that role at this time. Just so we can establish that for everybody out there. Because I, I, I probably get about 30 texts every uh, appearance you make here since uh, the owners have made the move with Peter. Well, I'm very flattered, but not only not at this time, but not ever. I'm done. I'm, I'm out on the team side. I like what I'm doing. I like my schedule. I get to see my daughter. I'm taking my daughters to a play tonight. Oh, yeah? I which, would not, which play are you going to? Uh, Dear Evan Hansen. So they bought these tickets for me for Christmas. This were back in my Calgary days. I would be in Calgary right now. I wouldn't be able to go. So, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm doing this. I guess, like it. Guess what my 12-year-old son and 15-year-old daughter are doing today? They're sitting here listening to you and me right now because it's Professional Development Day at school. So, uh, uh-huh. it's, it's it's daddy daycare, which is rare for me. Uh, are, they still, are they still awake, I hope? Well, they've often said that, like listening to our broadcast. No, <laughs> trust me. Tori, uh, Tori probably knows. She's she's in grade 10. and she. Well, I'll put it this way. She made a little wager 
back in 20, it would have been 2014, and she didn't really understand how to make a wager with the boys in her school, so she took the Kings, okay? And the Kings fell behind 3 nothing to San Jose, and the boys in the school were all, she only took the Kings. She didn't realize that she, that meant they, all the boys got the field, right? So they all got yeah. the field on, they made a little slight $20 wager with about five different guys in the class. And, of course, they were all chirping them when San Jose was up 3 nothing against uh, L.A. And then she came back and ended up winning the Stanley Cup. Nice. We're, we're still trying to hunt down that one family that chiseled out and didn't pay her that year. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, hey, uh, we're going to have some fun here. Uh, I know you're going to be talking a lot about the inevitable Boston-Toronto series. How about Brad Marchand? How funny was that on the Mitch Marner? Uh, yeah. Nothing like digging and stirring the pot a bit, eh? Yep, it's it's humorous if you're not involved. If I was if I was still running the Leafs, I'd probably have a different view of it. But uh, no, it's uh, it's typical Brad Marchand. If he's not doing it on the ice, he's doing it off the ice. Yeah, I uh, know. It's uh, and you got You know what? You love him if he's on your team, and you hate him if you got to play against him. Brian, you love the you love the physical stuff. Vancouver or uh, Toronto's got a quick, fast team. I don't know how deep their D is. Do you think they're built to win in the regular season, but, you know, have they proven they can win in the playoffs yet? Well, I said on TV their fourth line that all three guys had car seats on the bus, and I've been getting texts and emails all day. Oh, wow. Um, well, they are little wee guys, and, and it's a real different approach. As other teams are getting bigger, other teams are getting bigger and uglier. They're getting smaller and faster. But I have to admit, uh, to Mike Babcock's credit, that line played really well last night. They had the puck a lot, and they looked quick and I thought they were effective, but I think as the game gets rougher, I watched Reeves run around in the Calgary game last night, and I saw Wilson running around the other night. And as the game gets bigger and you go to long pants hockey, I still think size and, and toughness has value, and I think the teams that don't have any are going to find at their peril that they should have added some, and I think that's where I look at the Toronto Maple Leafs and everyone's like, oh, they can't beat Boston. Well, first off, they didn't have John Tavares last year. He, he's a nuclear weapon by himself. Yep. So they're a totally different team. One, two, three center, one, two, three centers. You know, like they got yep. him, Austin Matthews, Nazem Kadri. Put them up against anyone with Washington, with Tampa Bay. So it's a different team. But I think where the difference will come is that Boston can throw big bodies at people, and they have a more aggressive style. So I just, uh, you know, I, I have a very, you know this, Bob. My team's played a certain way, so I have a certain bias. Yep. But uh, I think it's the final four teams last year were the four biggest teams. It's not a coincidence. Well, you know what? And I just, it's a long shot for Edmonton to get in there, but you can't tell the players that. Never say never. I actually think if the Oilers could get in there, some, uh, you know, their defense is finally healthy, uh, but they do have the one thing they've got is a little bit of size up front, and they can lean on teams come playoff time. And we saw a bit of that. San Jose and Edmonton, you know, Cassian kind of ran yeah. around a bit in games two and three, and those were games Edmonton won, and that played a factor in winning the series. Yep, I agree. So, uh, Brian Burke joining us, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack, Bob Stoffer with you. Did you think Leon Dreisettle was going to be this good? He's got 17 goals in 18 games, Brian. No, he's on a tear, and um, and I think I'm glad to see it because, frankly, we loved him as draft year. We spent a lot of time on him because we weren't sure how things would fall in the draft. And um, remember taking him out to dinner at the airport in Toronto, and really, we were everything about this kid checked out. And to this point, he's been unable to carry his own line. 
in the NHL. And the last month has been a real coming out party for Leon Draisaitl. He's not only playing great and putting up big numbers, but he, he did it. You know, he's doing it without Connor McDavid. They're not playing together a lot. Connor missed those two games, and he's really grabbed the rope and pulled hard. It's fun to watch. Brian, I'll leave you with this. Uh, you know, if Mike Babcock, I don't know if the Oilers can get there, but the Leafs appear destined to play Boston. If Babcock uh, gets the Leafs past both Boston and Tampa, it still wouldn't be the most impressive coaching job he's ever done. He won a national championship at the University of Lethbridge in 1993-94. That is like winning an NCAA football championship at Savannah State. They haven't won since Babcock left that year. They won uh, in the course of that season. They ended up winning six games in the playoffs and route to winning a national title. They have not won six playoff games in the last 25 years. They're hosting the national championship for some bizarre reason this year. So Maple Leaf fans know Mike's actually done a better job before. Even if they get past, if they pull a double whammy and get past Boston Tampa, which would be great for your network and for Rogers, given that you got the national rights. Uh, so never write off Babcock because he is a heck of a coach. He knows he's a heck of a coach, but he's a heck of a coach. He is a good coach. And, you know, I, I learned that the hard way when he was in Detroit and then with the U.S. national team going head-to-head head to head with him. He's a good coach for sure. Hey, Brian, enjoy that play tonight, okay? <laughs> well, thanks. You bet. That's Brian Burke again, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack. Bob Stoffer with you here on Oilers Now. It is 127 in Edmonton. Uh, we've got Ben Kuzma coming up. You can text us at 630-630. Rick and Jasper says, Bob, you're putting trial balloons out everywhere. Topher, you've made me laugh. Bob, I've heard you uh, talking about bringing your kids to work day, but don't you think you'd benefit more if uh, it were take your dad to school day? They'd probably still have your dunce hat in the corner somewhere. See, Topher, I don't think they do that anymore. Do I isolate the, uh, the, <laughs> the guys like myself that often sat in the corner? I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore. Uh, J- <laughs> JJ says, Bob... People are idiots that want Burke as a GM. I like him as a guest in your show, but he was a terrible GM. That one comes to us from JJ. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Car seats. This guy should be doing stand-up routine. His one-liners are epic. Well, Brian Burke is a hes a funny man, and it's been a terrific addition to the show. As Trevor from Camro says, Bob, I love Brian Burke. It is 129 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Ben Kuzma coming back out of Vancouver with Post Media. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.